1: Let's talk all things course creation. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And of course, we're going to talk all things course creation, but actually it's not me today who's going to talk to you about all things course creation. One of the things I love about the education industries or the online course industry is that I can learn so much from other course creators. Some niches are a little bit Uh, bitchy or catty or just genuinely nasty or even just very very competitive and while there are lots of people who talk about course creation and course development I'm yet to find someone who isn't a genuinely nice person who I haven't had the opportunity to learn something from and so today I've invited my good friend Jono onto the podcast to talk to you about course creation because he's got some awesome things to share as well. So, Jono is the co-founder and director of Fitness Education Online, one of the largest online course providers for Australian personal trainers. He sells over a million dollars worth of online courses every year and has been awarded the Australian Fitness Industry Educator of the Year multiple times. So now he helps other professionals create and sell online courses as well. And he has a free Facebook group and podcast called the Course Creator Community. I actively encourage you to go and find him as well. Um, I think he brings some really cool concepts to the table that are different to the sort of things that I talk about and are different to the way i talk about things but that is enough of me talking all things cause creation take it away Jono.
0: All right, what's happening, everybody? Off the bat, Sam, thank you very much for having me on the show, and thank you very much for that kind introduction that I wrote myself. Uh, What I want to share today is a creative way that I'm creating online courses these days. So, a bit of background, I've been creating courses since about 2014. I run an education company, Fitness Education Online. We've got something like about 40 different online courses that we offer personal trainers. Now, these courses are in all different. uh, fields. Some of them are are like business courses, you know, how to do sales, how to do marketing, how to run Facebook ads, all specifically for personal trainers. Some of them are a bit more practical, you know, how to use kettlebells, how to use battle ropes, how to run a boot camp, that kind of stuff. Some of them are a bit more population-based. Here's how to train pregnant women. Here's how to train older adults. Here's how to train kids, whatever it may be. So someone's already a personal trainer. They've got their initial certification. They will go to our website and here's a menu of different courses that they can choose from depending on what they're interested in. Now, initially, all the because you might be thinking, 40 courses, that's a lot of courses. Did you do all them, Jono? Well, the first kind of 10, 15 courses were me and my business partner. I've got a business partner in this um, business as well, Travis. So the first kind of 10, 15 courses we created were me or him or or us together. And it was great. You know, great revenue stream. We were able to uh, build up a decent following of personal trainers who were interested in our courses. Now, what happened, though, is at, at, at that stage, this is probably... 2 3 years in and a bit of background as well at the time I was a full-time personal trainer my business partner Travis was a full-time teacher and over here in Australia depending on where you're listening from we we run a school term in 10 week 10 week blocks so there's four 10 week blocks throughout the year and there's a couple weeks of holiday in between in those two weeks of holidays me and Travis would create a course so we'd create you know, four or five courses a year. So, two, three years in, things are going well. Uh, but there's two problems. Problem number one is we've got no more IP left. Every single thing we could think of we knew in the industry was already in a course. We couldn't create any new ones. Uh, and then, on top of that, we, because now we had a decent following of personal trainers, they were asking us for certain courses in skill sets that we didn't have. All our original courses were all kind of boot camp equipment based. And the questions we were getting or the courses people were asking us for were nutrition. Hey, you know, you got some great bootcamp stuff, but I want to learn more about nutrition. You got any nutrition courses? We didn't. And that wasn't me or Travis's skill set. We didn't have the skill set to put that together. A lot of people were asking about training pregnant and postnatal women. Once again, We didn't have that skill set. So we knew the demand was there. We're getting heaps of questions for it, but we didn't have that skill set. So what we did initially were partner with people that already had those courses. So uh, we reached out to a woman, Mish, Mish Wright. Shout out if you're listening. You're probably not, but shout out if you're listening anyway. Uh, Mish already had a course on training pregnant and postnatal women. And what we essentially said is, hey, Mish, you've already got this course here. Can we put it on our website and can we plug it to our audience? And any sales we make will take 50%. That's probably a whole nother discussion there in terms of the pricing or whatever. But long story short, we pretty much agreed to that there. Um, And we now had a new course on our website, which would bring us in sales that we wouldn't otherwise get. Uh, It was another thing we could plug to our audience. If anyone asked any questions, here's the link. It was great. So then we did the same thing with nutrition. Right. We put together, we found someone who already had a nutrition course, put it on our website, plug it to our audience, give or take 50 50 split, um, and then grade as well. And then we kept doing that for for different courses. That's how we'd now create our course. And it started off good initially, but then what started to happen is our revenue actually started to decline. Because even though we were making more sales, we were only getting fifty percent of those sales. So instead of having ten courses where we're getting a hundred percent of all the sales, we had twenty courses, but ten of those courses we only getting fifty percent of. So even though we were making more sales, it didn't really make sense financially. So you know we are like, all right, well, what can we do? You know, we gotta we gotta um, get back some of this more percentage in in our favor. So what we did then is we put together a summit. Because another popular thing people were asking about were training older adults, right? There's another question we're getting heaps of. And we're like, all right, instead of finding someone that's already got the course, let's put together a summit. So what we did is we found, and I'm just giving simplified numbers here so it's easy to understand, but we came up with about five different topics, that we wanted to cover in this course. You know, and there were things around um, how to successfully run an older adult session, how to run a chair aerobic session, you know, dealing with dementia, dealing with osteoporosis, dealing with fall prevention. You know, I can't remember the exact topics, but a few years ago now. But either way, we put together five topics that we thought would be really, really good. We then sourced five different speakers or five different people that we knew had a skill set in that space there. And then we paid them to give a presentation, an hour of 45 to an hour minute presentation and we paid them between $200 and $300. Let's just say $200 to, to keep it easy, right? With the numbers. So five different speakers paid them each $200 each. So our outlay was $1,000. But bear with me for a second here. And also, I'll, I'll let's break down that number a bit as well. We, the people that we um, asked to present were people that we knew were pretty good and either and usually already kind of gave that talk anyway. So it's still a good deal for the presenter. They've got a talk that they kind of, give in different webinars and that kind of thing. Anyway, we're essentially paying them for their time to sit in front of their computer, two $300. It's a pretty good rate over here in Australia for, for 45 minutes to an hour. So good for them. Good for us because with this summit, and I'll backtrack a bit here, we ran the summit live as well and we sold tickets for $100 right? It's $100 to come and you can attend this live summit. Uh, Here are the different speakers. Here are the topics. You get a certificate. You get your CECs, yada, 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 right? And I'm just going to give rough numbers again. We made, I think it was 20 sales off that there. So that's a $2,000 revenue that we made. We sold 20 tickets at $100, $2,000, great. We paid the speakers $1,000, great. We're ahead, $1,000, $1000. But that's not even the best part. That's okay, you make $1000, whatever, right? But the best part is we now own that content. We're clear with the the presenters. Hey, you can present this elsewhere, that's fine. Um but we can put this in our course and we can we can on sell it from there. So not only did we make $1000 on the front end, but we now have an online course that we sell for $300 that we get 100% of the profit. It's not like the other course where we've got to give away 50% every single time. We keep 100% of the, the profit here. So the advantage of that is like, now the scale's endless again. Every month or every couple months or so, I'll create a new course. But when I say I'll create a new course, essentially what I'm doing is just picking a topic that I know will sell well. I'm sourcing five speakers who I know have the skill set in that topic there. They send me the content i put it together um they get their initial payment and then i get a hundred percent of the the revenue moving forward so that's um just want to share that strategy there it's not for everyone because obviously you know if you may just have you if you're starting off you might just have one course yourself and you got all these ideas you want to put together this is maybe for those people that have like me got to a stage where they ran out of ideas and they still needed to create courses here's a way that you can do it anyway thanks sam for the the episode for everyone listening you know, feel free to connect on on social media um, i've got a podcast as well you can just type in the course creator community podcast and you'll find my podcast there where i give different tips for course creators also got one of the largest Facebook groups in the the space for course creators. It's called the Course Creator Community. I'm not Mr. Creative. Just type in Course Creator Community in either Facebook or um, podcast and you'll find me there.
1: Okay. So, time for an action step because you cannot build a course by listening to me or Jono, talk all things courses, you have to go and do something. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning, Jono and I have very different approaches to um, content development and marketing and all sorts of bits and pieces. But I think that's incredibly powerful and refreshing because there are little bits of gold in everything that you hear. And it's about taking those bits of gold and making it work for you. So what I want you to do today is reflect on what Jono spoke about, about different ways about sourcing information or income and think about if any of those apply for you. And if they don't, that's okay too, but maybe consider what... How can you take an idea like that, even if it wasn't quite suitable for your niche or quite suitable for your industry? How could you take an idea like that and use it to stimulate something else that you could do? Part of what I love about course creation is there's so many different ways to approach it, and it's about finding the right fit for you. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it, stop them in the streets. Okay, don't stop them in the street, but please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes and better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode